excited? Yeah, I am. It's kind Good. of fun to be able to tell my story a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think this will be cool. So, yeah. all right. So um, for this, I guess we can really start with the transition from being uh, a nurse to owning the Kava Bar. I think that will be cool. Okay. Um, but before we do that, what did you have for breakfast today? A kind bar. A kind bar? Yeah. Okay. What kind of kind bar? Uh, dark chocolate and uh, sea salt. It's a good one. <laughs> you ever put that in the fridge? Oh, uh, no. It's actually pretty good. Is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not bad. It yeah. has a nice little crunch to it, like breaks it off. I don't know. Just I'll something, try it out. Something to consider. Kind of like when you put the uh, Girl Scout cookies in the freezer. Mm-hmm. The, the Thin Mints? Yeah, those are good. And one thing that is like inside tip, but... If you bite a little piece of it and then put it into whatever your milk of choice is, but you put it in there, that'll actually let it soak up into the cookie itself because there's the hard shell around yeah. that cookie. Yeah. Like I said, I got a problem with cookies, so <laughs> I know these things. I have uh, some inside baseball knowledge on that front. Okay. <laughs> I hope it helps. I yeah. Hope, I hope it makes your day better. <laughs> Cool. Well, Laura, do you want to dive into this? Uh, sure, yeah. Um, so cool. I've been a registered nurse for 21 years now. Um, a lot of, I did a lot of different areas. One of the the longest stints I did was case management, where I did health coaching and disease management. And what I learned through there about the uh, human um well-being is is a lot to do with uh, your emotional health um, your physical well-being as far as exercise and nutrition and what you put in your body and um, I know in western medicine one of my frustrations is people want just a quick fix so we're treating symptoms with medications that could potentially cause more problems um so in providing that, I really wanted to encompass that uh, community, spirituality, um, well-being, mind, body, spirit type of thing. Got it. So um, so was there a point when you went from, from nursing and then jumping into starting this kava bar, was there, was there kind of like a... A moment that really made you realize like, hey, this is either, was it either this is the direction I want to go or was it kind of like this is the direction I don't want to go anymore? I need to find the the path forward. A little bit of both, really. Okay. Um, the natural state of kava and kratom in its most pure form, you know, right from the leaf, um, not made into extracts or um, made into an instant mitra, um let me start that part over. So the natural state of a plant, kava and kratom, is, you know, they try to make it like instant micronized or they'll try to powder it, pulverize it, make it just easy to put into things or put it in an extract. But if you're getting as close to that natural state, it's it's really a great uh, symptom relief for many ailments that's fairly safe. Okay. Um, it's when you're starting to get away from that where, you know, 
it can be a little less safe or actually extremely dangerous that it gets kind of its stigma. Um, and so I wanted to learn more about this product that did so much for me when I tried it. I was having um, migraines and neck pain and fatigue and anxiety, and I didn't seek it. At first it was accidental. I was at an open mic and had it, and for the first time, my pain was gone. Really? Yeah, it was just incredible because I was getting ulcers from ibuprofen and trying to no longer do narcotics. I had had a back surgery, and it was the first time where I was like, it is gone, and I don't feel fatigued from any drugs. I don't feel... I actually feel better. I feel less anxious. I feel more energetic. What is this stuff? So I had to start looking into it. Yeah, that the anxiety relief part of it was actually one of the most interesting mm-hmm. parts about it. When I started drinking kava, I was like, oh, wow. It's like you feel uh, a little lighter. Like yeah. Shoulders get like just a little less tense. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you have two really great products. Um Kava and Kratom, mm-hmm. that, that can help with so many things. That a lot of people report all different things, and it really depends on your body's chemistry, how you react and what you like. And um, The other thing is it's a community in a non-alcoholic environment, and community and socialization is so very important for our emotional well-being, and our emotional well-being creates our health. So it's more of a whole rounded approach. So you have your plant medicine and your community. And I just thought this is just better than what I'm doing as a nurse. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just a natural plant um, that we're using. And there's this community and there's arts. There's, you know, there's music and there's um, the community. We were doing yoga and we were doing sound bowl and um, things like that. So all that together just seemed like it was getting to, into that mind-body-spirit approach of the whole person. Yeah, you can address everything holistically versus just piece by piece. Yeah, and it's creating that home away from home where you don't have to come to a place and know a lot of people to be social. You can go in there and kind of just start meeting people organically because when you're putting a space together, of like, say, mine, for instance is really modeled after the coffee shops in the 70s, and then again in the 90s, they really popped up. And in that urban setting where it's a little darker, more mismatched uh, furniture, comfortable, um, it's calling to those people that used to be in that. It's nostalgic, but then it's sharing it with people that weren't maybe born in that time or old enough and getting to experience it again. And I just, I really wanted that. And the term that I... I felt from that whole um, person thing was nirvana, which is a state of um, being just re, um, unconscious of your surroundings or concerns or obligations. So that became Kava Nirvana. Yeah. So why why was it important to you to kind of create that environment? Like, why was it? Why did you want to recreate that kind of environment that you saw? Well, think of the show Friends, how they were so. Uh, connected in a community, you can, not everybody has access or meets, sorry, not everybody has access to friendships like that where you just 
have this apartment in New York where you're all living in the same building and get together. But this creates a place where you can get up and say, you know what, I'm going to go over and hang out and I'm going to already have that around me. And some of the people that go to kava bars want that same thing, that non-alcoholic, I don't want to sit and drink. I'm not looking to party, but I want that social. Um, You might come in because you find out about kava or kratom and uh, you want that anxiety relief or pain relief or or whatever, your fatigue, whatever you're, you're wanting that that plant for, and find that you also just found a network, a family, a community. And that's really important in the overall well-being to me nice. of, of people. Yeah, it's huge. And it's a cool environment down there. Yeah, thank yeah. you. You've done a good job down there. Yeah, I just... I really missed those days, and it was nostalgic for me and wanted to bring that around. That's cool. You're playing board games. You have open mic. You, you know, you play cards or just hang out and have a chill spot. Yeah. What was what was the process like to start a, like a kava bar? A lot of research um, into the product. Okay. That's most important, really knowing what the product um, does. For people, you know, and what what quality means in it, um, what the risks are, you know, risks and benefits, and then really trying to figure out how other people have already done it and what I like about that or what I want to do differently. Sure. Okay. Get a sense of the landscape, and then you mm-hmm. can kind of navigate through it from there. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Well, and so what has been – what's been, like, the most – interesting part or what's been the the coolest part about opening this up like what what have you i guess what have you kind of learned about yourself going through this whole this whole process um interestingly enough um it's really a challenge yep so interestingly enough with with these products that uh, there is some safety concern um that is really spread out there on the media and I'm wanting to find out why, you know, because one place I read it's perfectly safe, one place I read it's just this horrible thing. Why is there a stigma? What is that? And finding out um, and looking into that more, I'm realizing, you know, you have a plant, it has moisture, you're going to crush this up, pack it up, however, you can grow mold, you can grow bacteria, um, what kind of machinery are they using? Is it safe? Is it leaving medical particles? Are people getting heavy metal poisoning? And how do I eliminate that Yeah. to just get this safe natural product? And um, the American Kratom Association is a great resource for truly vetted, um, going by a certain standard of practices, which good manufacturing practice, GMP, is out there because this is considered a uh, food supplement. You know, plants cannot be medicine. It it's a food supplement. So sure. there's there's not the same protection out there, unless you know you you have that GMP. But the American Kratom Association goes a, a, another level up with some of the lab testing and and things that need to be done. So, in finding a distributor, it was important to me to figure out who's doing that and who's making this safe. 
because you don't you don't know when you're going to a kava bar or a smoke shop or whatever what product you're getting and i think that was a, an important resource to find and figure out what am i trying to avoid and what do i need to do to protect everyone yeah got it no that's important and having that kind of that for like that insight and the ability to see that far ahead knowing that not every company not every group is actually going to take care of these products the way that you want them to and if you're if you're taking this to your customers and saying it has these health benefits it's like you've kind of got that responsibility to make sure you can vet it as much as possible okay i like that approach yeah um so there's another the another thing that i found out is there's actually uh something called adultered so there's uh, some chemicals that are either added to kratom mm-hmm. to make them feel like you're kind of messed up or buzzed or some people say stronger. Um, there's also uh, a compound in the plant itself that's in very low amounts that they're extracting out and putting back in in high amounts so people feel uh, get more addiction or feel like kind of like they're drunk or sure. really buzzed in. Um, I found that a lot of the reports that the FDA is reporting is with those adulterated products that were found. Those high high levels of those things, natural kratom does not come with that. Um, so there's all kinds of things just to just to learn about and and be aware of. I'd love to start getting education out there so people realize, you know what, you know what is going into your body. How how are you doing this? Another more important part is of course that it's not powder you're not getting all that plant matter in your stomach or micronized um selling a micronized kava to somebody this is something you can just like you're doing instant coffee at home why would i sell that this should be a very special brewing process process be very traditional you're getting an exceptional product otherwise why wouldn't you just do it at home yeah um so that that's been some interesting things that they you know there is versions that are like instant coffee and then there's versions that are like the real good stuff that you want that's roasted and done right and so um that's been a challenge to find too because in shipping if you grind something into a very fine powder you can pack that into a little brick sure. and you can fit a lot on a ship so they don't want to do this loose leaf stuff they, you know, they don't want to just send over kava roots to you either, um, fresh and everything. They they want they need to be able to ship this affordably. So it's been a challenge finding those good Got products. Um, another thing is with natural disasters, tsunamis, and things like that that have happened uh, with kava. A lot of the plants have been wiped out. So getting plants that are any older than three years old um, is challenging. Hmm. So just you know, not there. Wow. So um, finding those distributors that own a lot of land in some of these islands in the South Pacific. Is that where, is that primarily where kava comes from? Yep. Kava is from the South Pacific islands. Okay. And and does, does it have the ability to grow in any other climates? It really does best in volcanic soil. Really? Your best kava comes from volcanic soil. Do they know why? It, it's just it, it gives it its best. Um, you have the cavolactones, so you get your highest amounts. It's just a, like any plant, mm-hmm. the, the environment, the temperature, 
the amount of rain. Um, it just is the best environment for it as far as the elements in the earth, the amount of rain, and the temperature year-round. It's pretty fascinating. Yeah. That's cool. Do you like that part, doing the research into yeah, that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. Um, well, cool. Before we wrap this up, is there anything else that you wanted to add? Um, I just think that with this community growing and the knowledge of this product coming out, I'm just really excited for a switch over from, you know, places that are alcohol, which I think can be very dangerous and very bad for you and hard on your body to something that is more natural and it's just so important to have that social outlet for people and I just really I'm excited about how things are growing since I've opened I've seen you know we didn't have any in Naples there wasn't many in Fort Myers um there wasn't much of any across the United States and they're popping up and popping up and popping up so it's just really a great a great thing that this is becoming widespread and and better known, it, it saves people's lives for so many reasons. Um, things like arthritis medications that people take can be so hard on their body. This is so much easier on their body. Um, you know, anxiety and depression medications. Now, I'm not saying replace this and use this as a medication, but if a tea can help you not take in so much toxins, that's wonderful. Yeah, to reduce even the imp- like the taking in of that. Yeah. And then replace, even if you replace that section, but just offset it. So that way yeah. you're not, yeah. okay. And, uh, you know, with anything, you want to talk to your doctor, but I'm hoping the doctors have more information and education on this. And it's just not the stigma that's been attached to things that might have been adulterated or tainted. Yeah. Um, causing misinformation. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Well, thank you for doing this. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Cool. Good job.